0: You're listening to Filling the Storehouse
1: Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Stuart. And we want to walk with you on the journey to living the abundant life through faith, family, and freedom. Our goal is to refine our why while helping you find yours. Together, achieve our best and highest purpose. In the end, we'll drive each other to intentionally fill our storehouse. Go. We're recording. We're recording.
0: We're recording. Well, before we start, one thing. So we have the one... And only Ellis Hammond. Is that how people typically say your name when they introduce you? Hammond. Hammond.
2: I, I, I wish more people said it like that. Oh, dude.
0: It's, it's going to catch on. It's going to catch <laughs> on. Um, but if you don't mind, if you could do that angle that you showed us earlier, where you're oh, flexing oh, on us. Oh,
2: video? Oh, do I need to like, kind of, scratch
1: my ear again? Is it kind of intimidating. Going to the- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, What's up, dude? the intro. Ellis, how are you, friend? Ellis. Guys, this has
2: been a long time coming, man. Um, I'm really grateful to be here. Excited to have a good, fun conversation about faith, real estate. Uh, who knows what we'll get into today? Really yeah. How to, how to grow your
1: biceps. Let's do it. I I mean, David doesn't know anything about that. Um, <laughs> but, about what?
0: Faith, real estate, or biceps? Which one?
1: All the above.
0: He's, he's all above.
1: shoulders, man. He's all he's sh- all. He's all shoulders. That's what he is. Yeah. He's all... Yeah. <laughs> Well, the
0: um, problem with the problem with stew is you have to have a foundation to build off of, right? So, like, if it's it's like those uh, like the the chest that cave inward, like, how do you you know you're starting in a hole? You know gosh. what I mean? Not that that's bad. It's not bad. It's just it's just uh, you know.
1: So I forgot to like introduce this. Hey guys, this is Filling the Storehouse Podcast. <laughs> if, if you wanted to um, come along with us on this journey, we're with Ellis Hammond today, and uh, he's got really big biceps and he is an amazing human being and uh, we got to hang out with him in Colorado last year but uh, he hasn't you know what I saw something on some like Instagram post or something of you like fly fishing in Colorado and what uh, I don't remember getting an invite to that there uh, Ellis. I did man so we just got back with my father father-in-law
2: 60 and, um, you know, I'm not gonna lie, Nellie, you said it there was something that I actually should and could have invited you guys to that yeah, I kind of just blamed that you, were in, that you were in Colorado. But, so don't hold that against me. But let me tell you the story. It was my first time really fly fishing. We went up to uh, Edwards, Colorado. And, you know, I've, I've, I actually own a fly rod, I've tossed it, but I've never actually really gone, tried to catch a fish. And uh, we went three days and I caught a trout every single time. And nice dude we're what were you out. catching
0: rainbows cutthroat oh, um, yeah I
2: caught mostly brown and rainbow We like one each day it was it was but it was i was i'm hooked man like i fished my whole life but i never fly fish and it's like dude. it's another it's 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 like the hunt man it, it's a blast i was I, i'm hooked so I, i'm coming back we'll have. if you guys do it we'll have to go for sure
0: okay yeah dude I it's like my passion my passion so i I was out last weekend flight so my wife uh she's amazing uh for my 40th she set a trip up to montana to fly fish that's that was my gift uh last year and then this year she gave me time with um just a a dear friend to to go fly fish for the weekend last weekend uh birthday weekend as well so dude i'm that is like my jam yeah
2: yeah my jam awesome Awesome.
1: Ellis, tell us, uh, tell our audience a little bit more about you. Who, who is Ellis H- Hammond? <laughs> Hammond.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I'm married to Hannah Hammond nice. and uh, we've been married about three, uh, three and a half years now. Um, I'm a full time real estate entrepreneur and investor, but formerly I was a full time pastor and college missionary. And I did that for six years before making the turn or the pivot. Uh, to become an entrepreneur, an investor, and, uh, you know, a lot of what I learned and experienced in the world of nonprofit and be, being a missionary has so much shaped my thoughts on investing and capital and, and money, um, and I just, you know, I would say, I mean, in some ways, I'm still a missionary, right? Like, I, I mean, I haven't lost my faith or really my mission in life, which is to really impact and influence people for Christ, but I think I'm just doing that in a whole new way. You know, Before, I thought the only way to really have influence and impact was to work in the nonprofit space or to be a missionary or be behind the pulpit. And I think I've learned over the past 12 months, 18 months, that um, business and entrepreneurship and capital um, is another incredible way, and I might even argue maybe even better or more strategic way to really influence others. So. I'm really excited about the journey that we're on. So anyways, yeah, I mean, that's a long story short. Former pastor, now full-time investor, real estate entrepreneur. We have a mastermind community for real estate operators. And then we have our own in- investor community that are looking to place deal- are looking to place capital with us in large multifamily apartments as well.
0: Yeah, man, you know, uh, for the last couple of weeks when we were working on booking you, uh, I was just so excited about this conversation because, you know, a lot of the things now that I know that you fly fish, I mean, it's there's just uh, it checks uh, so <laughs> many blocks. Um, yes. and, and if you're looking for a best friend, hey, you know, hey, stupid, hey how okay. gonna, see, he unmuted, gonna he unmuted because he wanted to he was trying to try to jump in on there, but I got him. Um, but but I will tell you what, what really excited what's been exciting for me is the fact that you love Jesus uh, so much your life is dedicated to it. I love how you open your podcast with prayers. I love how the focus of of your podcast, you know, is, is building the kingdom, but then you roll in another passion of stew in mind. you know, the, the passion, the utmost passion being, you know, service to Christ. And then the, the business, um, and the, that entrepreneurial side of it and how you can serve God and do a mission I would, and I would offer that, that I think you are an influencer and it's, and it's incredible the things you're doing, the platform you have. And, um, and just how passionate you are about it. But I would absolutely agree that, you know, the the Stu and I have a, a desire to make a ton of money. And it's not because we want to buy fancy cars and nice houses and all that kind of stuff. It's the more money you have, the more money you can give to the kingdom of God and the more you can serve
2: yeah i mean oh, it's, I, it's awesome that i can share i mean i i remember when i decided i wanted to be rich or be wealthy however you want to say it. And, and that's and some people are like, "Oh, that sounds weird but even you saying i'm like hey, we should just talk about it because no one else talks about it like it's why most christians are they they're so limited one in their beliefs but two in their capability because they've been limited to the thoughts that they can have because of the pressure around them. And so I remember my first time I said, I'm going to get as wealthy as possible. And I was a missionary. I was about four years into our mission. We had grown our team to, I don't know, 15 or so folks. Um, we were hiring other young college students to come on our team to be part of what we were building. And I remember this young man coming up to me while I'm on the campus of San Diego State University and kind of off, I'm like, hey, what's that? You know, this guy's a happy dude. He's, he's always upbeat and he's like, kind of down. I like, hey, man, what's wrong? And he said, Ellis, I don't have enough money to buy groceries this month. Because we were raising funds from supporters to fund our nonprofit, and, and we all were kind of doing that and, and doing it individually, and he had just gotten behind. And um, you know, and up to that point I really thought capital was was I mean, I guess I thought money was evil in some ways, because I had seen what money did. I saw it hurt my parents, I saw that you know, kind of my dad passed away early in life and he just always worried about money. So I saw it really disappoint. So I just never really wanted to do anything with money. But it was in that moment where I realized my view of money, my view of capital is completely off. And I remember thinking, and maybe it was not then, but this was for sure the turning point where it planted the seed in my head and my heart that we have to learn how to build wealth. And and we're going to learn how to really create it, build it, multiply it, protect it so that we could use it for good. Because up until then, I was just using my time. And I thought that was the best way to have impact. And, I, and that moment was like, crap. It was almost more like, and you can bleep this out, shit, you know? Like, oh man, we have, we have only done 50%. Like we are, we've really blown it. And so it was then where we said, man, we're gonna, we're gonna figure out how to go and build a great wealth. And so that's,
1: that's what we've done. So what, why do you think there's such a, uh, an, a negative, vibe with with uh creating wealth and why does that not tie well to uh to christianity i mean uh, you know there's so many people that that immediately put um you know rich people and wealthy people uh in this like negative light um it's it's really interesting to me and i don't know why
2: i i think i think i know why actually i um i think it i think Over the last 12 months, I think I do know why. I think it's a lack of education around money. Um, Hmm. I think the seed is planted with scriptures where Jesus clearly talks about money. It clearly talks about the love of money, right? So it plants the seed, and then it's the lack of education around how money works that then fuels that seed to say, well, because we don't know how money works, we don't know how to build it, protect it, multiply it, because most people see money as a limited resource, so it's any anytime anything is something is limited, right? Then then you're always trying to hold on to it, or you're you know you're not sure what to do with it because you you know you're only going to get so much of it. But you guys know this, and I know this that money flows to value, and value is unlimited. So the more value you can create, the more money you can make. And so I think the problem is is that most of the people who are teaching about money are pastors. And they don't know anything about money, unfortunately. And because they are pastors, like they went to the same schools that you and I went to and didn't learn anything about money. And then they went to seminary, which didn't teach them anything about money. And now they're preaching to a bunch of people who don't know anything about money. So it's like, it's just a never ending cycle of no one's really talking about how to go and create and build wealth. And so that's why.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, the education piece I think is huge. And, And one of the things that we talk about a lot is, is the ability to critically think and to intentionally seek education, and 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 I think you know it's so interesting how much and this is not unique, but people misquote the Bible, right? That when they talk about you know wives submit to your husbands, and then they forget all the rest of it, talking right. about the husband's responsibility to the wife. You know um, when they talk about uh, money is the root of all evil, well, you're leaving out a very important part of that of that verse, right? The love of money is the root. And I think that there's these misinterpretations and people hear and instead of doing the research and going out and seeking the knowledge uh, and, and receiving the blessing of, of that knowledge, that that they just, their opinions are formed for them. And and I think you hit a, a great point in that education piece. There's so much, you take the emotion out of it and you can really start to grow and learn the truth and, and ultimately, you know, the truth sets you free and it gives you freedom and opportunity and permission to go do amazing things, and at the end of the day, man, you know, if someone's in need, and we're passionate about this, Stu and I, but if someone's in need, you want to be able to meet the need, and unfortunately, you can't just meet the need. Uh, sometimes through prayer, you need to be able to write a check, give some cash, and 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 you live your faith out, like James talks about. And I think that's an awesome point that you
2: that you brought up. Yeah, I mean, you become the answer to prayer. I mean, here's the thing: the Lord answers prayers, to people like this is how He set it up. No. Like he's not dropping money out of the sky so you're praying for it someone's gotta give it like you know what i mean and, and so absolutely man i mean this is how the sovereign lord has set it up is to work through people it's how anyone comes to christ it's through somebody else and so in the same way like some Christians got to figure out how to make some money or, you know, we are, nothing's going to get done. So anyways,
0: (laughs) I love that, dude. I'm going to actually write that down and use that as a a motto for us. Be somebody's answer to prayer. I love that. I I love that mindset that, uh, you know, and and is that a passion of yours? Is that, I mean, is that something that you're intentionally seeking out as to, you know, part of your why that you're building? Is it to, to be that answer to, to, to be a source or what, what is really driving this
2: whole thing? That's a really good question, man. Um, I mean, yes. I don't know if that's what I think about on a, on a, on a daily basis. I, um, I, I tell that story a lot about that young man because it, that, that's a motivator for me that I, um, you know, when I was a missionary, you know, I just, for, for me, the best way if I thought we were going to we like, it was okay. We had just say, Hey, we're going to, vow to poverty and we're just gonna continue to give our time. And it's because I just, I didn't know, no one taught me that there were better ways to go and make money than just go get another job, right? Like there were ways to multiply your time and make money. And so I think one of the things I'm really passionate about man, and in some ways is just proving, is showing, is educating people along my journey that, you know, there are vehicles that we can invest in to create wealth that you know as an entrepreneur there are there are ways that we can run our business that is not you know it 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 multiplies time it multiplies our dollars and it, it's so i think in a lot of ways man what what motivates me to be better is i feel like i'm just i'm, I'm leading a lot of people through my journey because i'm i was a missionary now i'm an entrepreneur and investor and so i just before we wrote this book like i'm trying to show people what's possible and then i you know like you don't need to come from wealth. You don't need to have a Harvard education. Like all of these things that are tied to money and wealth and capital, like those things really aren't necessary, right? Like it's, it really comes down to education. That's why we were talking about that book, Traffic, Traffic Secrets, before we got on this. I'm like, dude, that book right there can make anybody listening to this show 100K next year, hands down, if you do what it says. No doubt about it. Anyone. 100k but most people
1: won't do it yeah man that's uh um so what what does that look like um as a kingdom capitalist as a kingdom builder once you started to create that wealth you know how how does ellis hammond see you know building the kingdom uh once you've kind of become this real estate entrepreneur and and yeah are are building wealth
2: yeah, that's great, man. But Here's the thing. For me, it's not like I need X in the bank. Like, we're creating vehicles that build the kingdom as we go. So it's not like, hey, we need to go build, build, build up this barn, and then you know, and then we can start distributing wealth. Like That's the whole point of what I'm – in my, the book, or even our mission. I mean, I, the book is my mission, the mission of multifamily. It's what you guys are doing, with Storehouse 310. Like, it's not saying, hey, we got to go build this up, and then we can start giving away. It's like, no, we can create – this is what I'm so passionate about. We can create vehicles that produce wealth, while at the same time, using those same vehicles to create kingdom impact. So real estate is a great example of that. When we buy an apartment complex, yes, we're buying a vehicle that appreciates and create equity for investors can cash flow. But dude, we're buying a community, like we're buying people's homes where people are living and, and raising their kids. And you know what I mean? Like, and so to have an impact like that, so that that's the way that I think about it. It's not like I'm I got this future goal of becoming really wealthy and one day, doing cool things with that wealth. I am passionate about building and investing in you know business vehicles that do both that can help create you know build wealth for my investors our community while at the same time showing people those things don't have to be separate. You don't actually have to be a, a missionary to go and make impact and you definitely don't need to go be the business owner or CEO or exec and make a lot of money and then just give that money away to make impact. Like you can do both. Like it's not so black and yeah, white yeah. and that's, that's the vision. Does that make sense?
1: hundred yeah. percent dude. Yeah. I, I, um, and you know what I, what I've, uh, what David and I have really seen is the more you're, you're open and the more you're talking about it, uh, the more it spreads. And yeah, uh, I can't tell you, I mean, it's, it's been really, really cool to see, like, it's, it's really become for us, it's kind of become a ministry for us. And where like, we have people reaching out to us and, and just like telling us, Hey, you know, thank you. Uh, we haven't bought real estate from you yet, but uh, we have found our faith again. And we have reclaimed faith because we've started to listen to you and you guys are open about it and you talk about it. Um, and I mean, it's been really cool to see. Like who, who knew that? Talking about real estate would, would bring someone yeah. to Christ.
2: Yeah, I mean, one of my biggest fears, man, of leaving the mission field was like I'm leaving my biggest impact. And yeah, I mean, it's just not like it's it such a limiting belief. We now have a community of 30 people who are actually paying members to be part of a community we started that is all Christian folks. I've now been on, I don't know, 100 podcast shows where I've literally shared this message of faith in Christ and capital with thousands of people. Like, you're so right. The Lord opens up doors more we're obedient. And you know the thing is cool when we thought got this? Because this is where, like, you guys are such in your lane, and you're finding your tribe because you're open about what you do. There's so many investors or operators or business owners i talk to who are so scared to talk about what they're passionate about. Most, sometimes that's faith, sometimes that's the thing, because they're like, well, I don't want to lose customers or investors. And I'm like, Yes, you'll lose, but you're just like, you don't understand what you'll gain. Like the gain is, I and mean, cause I've experienced the same thing because I'm unashamed by who I am, I'm open about my mission, open about my faith. You know, when I walk, in, walk into a conference, whatever, I am not the most experienced operator. I don't have the biggest track record. I'm a former missionary and I ain't been in this industry that long, but 100% I have, a lot of investors who would invest with me over the most experienced person. Why? Because they resonate and they're so committed to my message and my story. And that's what hooks them. And good. I'm telling you, man, like, I just want to get, I want more entrepreneurs, business owners to think like that. Like, you know, I, I just think you honestly should be more polar <laughs> than try and play the middle ground. And I, that's why, I mean, that's yeah. why we connect it so much. Cause we share that vision. I mean, it's in y'all's name, it's what you do. And so, you know, you're, you're passionizing your business. Um, you know, and I just think it's a good business model.
0: And I think that's a great point, you know, and and there's not only do we talk about, um, especially with our tribe and not being identified by the uniform and, and letting things identify us, but having a deeper purpose, a deeper why we talk about it all the time, but but I think there's also, you know, biblical foundations of you know, gain the world but lose, you know, but you lose in the end, right? And and at the end of the day, um, you know, that's that's something that we take very seriously. Cause if we're not, if we're afraid, you know, what is what is one of the scariest verses in the Bible for me is when Jesus talks about, you know, you deny me on earth, well, I'll deny you to the Father in heaven, right? And and like in and and those types of things, man, I tell you it's it's been so awesome and it's still hit on the the ministry of the business Dude, I've talked about Jesus more in the last two years than you know our, our jobs in the Navy you can't you can't go out there and 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 prophetize and talk about Jesus and 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 share your faith necessarily because you know we work for the government and that's just not something that um is smiled upon but but this these this business has opened so many doors and and I don't know how that could be wrong. I don't know how the Lord could bless those conversations about him through business. Uh, and that could be a wrong thing. You know what I mean? And and I think, and I see that in, in, in your podcast and, and the things that you guys are doing. And it's, it's such an awesome thing. And how did you, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, I'd like to know more about, um, the, the mastermind group and the podcast and just the the vision for that and, and how you got that started and, and what really drove it. Cause like you said, you haven't been doing this for a long time, but yeah. dude, impact huge disproportional impact, right?
2: Yeah. 100. I mean, it's so funny, man. Like, I, and I always feel like silly talking about this because I'm so naive in the beginning. Like, I didn't even come up with the name Kingdom Capitalist. I didn't even come up with the mastermind idea because I didn't think anybody would ever want to be a part of anything like that. Literally, someone else gave the name and said, "Hey, I think you're the type of leader that should start something like this." I'm like, "No, dude, I just want to like be an investor. I don't really want to start a movement like that." Cause I could see, I could see what it might be. I'm like, no. And then I'm like, I got convinced. I'm like, okay, I'll charge a thousand dollars for people to be a part of it. And then my business partner like, no, you that's, you'll you'll never make any money that way. Like that's, you can't, you're worth more than that. What you're building is worth more than that. And so, you know, we, I mean, it's, you know, we 10 X that, but um, to think 12 months ago that someone would come and be a part of a community and pay really good money to be a part of this community. Something that I am at the center of in the sense of like I'm leading it, founding it. You know, I would have never dreamed, imagined, even prayed for that um, 15 months ago, because I didn't believe, like I did not see, I, I say this all the time. I underestimated my value in a sense, the value that the Lord had get, that has placed on me and who I am and my gifts and skills. And so the podcast, the mastermind was honestly like, I wonder if there's anybody else out there who's thinking like this. Like, I wonder if there's people, literally when I started the mastermind, I mean, the podcast, I didn't know who I was going to interview. I would, I thankfully, I luckily only interviewed great people. But in the beginning, I would have interviewed anybody because I just did not know. Except,
0: except was, for David and Stu. That's messed up, man. So <laughs> so you except only interview great
2: enough, man. You know, you did get And by the way, you're 100% welcome to be on my podcast show very soon. <laughs> so look out for that, everybody. Kingdom on Yes. Um, <laughs> but, I, you know, seriously, guys, like, it, it was naive. And then the Lord continued to open doors and continued to show me literally show me through the people I met oh my gosh and this is why I'm so passionate about this message now because I see I've seen other people do it through my podcast through our summit through our mastermind using their business to have massive spiritual impact on the lives of others and I did not think or know or even understand that to be possible before we started the mastermind before we started the podcast show and um and so for me it just continues to grow the more I do it because I'm like oh this is possible I want to help other people see this as possible and so you know, the mastermind now is we have 30 plus members all in the real estate, commercial real estate world. And I mean, we we'll, our goal is to be at 50 by the end of the year, as far as membership goes and, and really be a leader in this industry for, I mean, we have three pillars in our mastermind. We have our faith, right? Helping one another grow in our faith in Christ, our love and unity in our family and stewardship of our family and business excellence, and because I think all three of those, as a Kingdom Capitalist, like that's what we're called to to be successful in, um, and to really steward well all three of those things. And so, yeah, man, we, we've, I mean, I don't even know what the question was early on, but I, I'm just, the point is this, I think it was how to get started. Someone said, hey, you should do it. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, let's go for it. <laughs> Um, the Lord has so blessed it, but He's given me a vision along the way to show me what the power this could really have. And um, dude, I think Kingdom REI—it's no Kingdom REI because we got hit with a trademark issue. We could talk about yeah. that later. Man, um, we've been
0: trying to do some Kingdom something business, and they're all uh, taken. We've tried in like three different states, yeah, and they're, about all, they're all taken.
2: <laughs> like, oh, uh, trademarks suck, man. And I, I again, that's another—I didn't even know what a trademark was i didn't even yeah. know how to go search for a trademark if i would have known how to do that i would have done it and yeah. i would have looked again that's what i'm telling you i didn't even know how to do that i just like sounds good man let me start let me let yeah me but see you how did how it did. man you took you took <laughs> action
0: it. you <laughs> took action and, yeah. and you know i love your three pillars are just like ours right mm-hmm. family faith or i'm sorry faith family and financial freedom you know we those are our three for the podcast and um before I push over to, to stewie i, I want to touch on one thing that you, um, just to add to what you just said, but you said you're the spiritual impact, making a spiritual difference. You're making a practical impact too, though. And one thing that Ryan said is uh, last week when we interviewed him, you know, some people are too um, too heavenly minded to be any earthly good. And mm-hmm. I, love, I love that saying. I'm already using it because I just love it. But you guys do earthly good. You meet practical needs. You meet people where they are. And it's not just about the spiritual side of it's the most powerful and the most meaningful, the most lasting, but there are practical needs that feed your ministry and you guys are doing that.
2: Yeah. And they don't have to be separate. Listen, we can invest in an apartment complex, make fifteen percent return on our money, and change hundreds of people's
1: lives. Why, why do those things need to be separate? Don't no. oh, I love it, man. And and you're and you're creating better people for the bigger kingdom and you know, to, to, to the end with. Like it's, yeah. it's awesome, man. Let's let's talk. This is a a business slash real estate podcast, so to speak. So we got some more real estate here. <laughs> yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about real estate. Let's talk, let's talk about some real estate.
2: Real uh, before we talk about real estate, yeah. one last. I never talk when I go on these shows. Man, about real estate. Like honestly, people just want to know about like this the spiritual stuff. The 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 impact of is what people really want, man.
1: Well, that's it's, I mean, really, that's what's most important. Like your mindset, and I mean. So
2: anyway, we can talk about real estate. I'm say like what's been so cool is like, honestly, i go gone, I've had, I was on this real estate show before. This guy told me before we get started, hey man, we're not really like this Christian show. I, I know you're a Christian, but we're not really Christian show. I'm like, great, <laughs> let's talk about real estate. And we never talked about real estate, by the way. And then he asked me to pray at the end of his show. And so it's just That's cool, awesome. man. Like show up, like, you know, and you're yourself and authentic and you're bold. Just the doors that open up. And so I just think there's so many ways that, people are listening to the show they're driving to work right now like there's someone there man for you that like if, if you just even pray right now god use me today in a way that i don't see that's sca- that prayer right there man will change your day today I'm, I'm because the lord wants to answer that prayer hand down.
1: and what, what did you say the scariest prayer david is the is when you say
0: use, use me lord use me lord scariest prayer you can say because you don't know you don't know what that means you better be hold on for the ride right
2: saying I would say be more specific, like, I remember, I can tell you so many stories, and I don't know why I don't do this every day, but I don't, maybe because you don't want the Lord to use me every day, but I remember saying, Lord, open my eyes to the opportunities that are out there. Like, open my eyes to the opportunities available for you to work today. Now, it's a little bit hard with COVID because I'm sitting in my office all day, but um, that prayer, man, is powerful. Like, because, again, what's cool about that, it is the Lord, His Spirit is moving, but you're also conscious and aware now because you're praying. Okay, I'm looking, I'm looking for ways that God can show up in everyday, practical, mundane things, man. Like, that's the that's the kingdom right there, man. You know. So, all right, let's talk about real estate. Let's get into something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> man. Well, so how how did a how did a college pastor go and buy multi-family, multi-million-dollar apartment complexes? How how does that happen? Bought a duplex first and um, uh, loved it and hated it.
2: Uh, we created more money in 11 months and we made it entire time as a missionary just through like a value add play, you know, buying an ugliest house on the on the great block. It's the duplex. Um, had a great reappraisal. And, and that was the seed of like, wow, this is real estate. Like we could do this. But it also was like, man, I can't do this. Like I can't buy a duplex at a time. This took forever. I, I'm not handy and I had to do everything. And I, I never was going to leave the mission field or not be a pastor. I just knew, like, I wanted to continue investing in real estate, but we couldn't We couldn't do this, and we didn't have any more money. And um, so that's when we learned about the world of syndication, where we could actually uh, pool investors' capital in order to go purchase larger apartment complexes, and we own equity in the in the deal because we put the deal together, we raised the money, we went out and got the financing um but that first deal we did which was 9 months later after the duplex and 10 million dollar purchase price what we brought to the table was a network that already trusted us because we had been raising money for 5 years at that point um for our nonprofit and so we had a couple investors join us and that was really what we brought to the table was a network um and we you know i had been kind of building relationships with people in this industry and um talking with some folks who who might need a guy like me to come in and just provide a networking capability, a capital capability, you know, um, I said marketing, I mean, have some marketing skills that we've done, investor relations, um, and, and, you know, it it took a while. And I think the longest, the hardest part was actually finding someone where our needs really matched, right? Like I was looking for a guy with experience who could really understand the deal side because I didn't know how to underwrite or manage or operate 144 unit deals. So that I was lacking in. I knew I couldn't go do that on my own because I got investors capital. Like I don't trust myself in the 144 unit deal. No one else should trust me either at that point in my life. And so, you know, I knew I had to go find someone I really relied and trust on and found that. And, you know, the same person who said, I, I really could use a stronger network here. And that's what we did, and so that was our first indication And um, that was that kind of turned the tables for us, man. Of like, wow, what if we just went and did this? We focused on building a network and raising capital and finding more investors, and um, and then really working with experts in the industry that we could, you know, we could essentially come alongside.
0: What was the catalyst for that? What, what, what was the actual change that took you from you know college ministry to uh to buying that duplex and to, to even thinking about real estate and jumping into something totally different like what 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 caused that change
2: yeah well i mean a couple of things to go back i told you about the story of the missionary kid he didn't have money to buy groceries but before that my father passed away um 21 years old and he owned his own business and i mean he 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 wasn't rich by any means when he passed away but left us a little bit of money that was enough to say okay we don't want to throw this we don't want to throw this away but i didn't know what to do with it so like most i gave it to a financial advisor and said hey here it is what, what would you do and the plan was we'll put it you know mix it up here in 30 40 years then maybe it'll be something it is kind of the plan right who knows <laughs> yeah i don't know what you're gonna make cross you my fingers
1: me, hoping for the best
2: financial advisor um yeah, sure. and uh that just never set right with me, but I didn't know what else to do. And so, you know, four years went by. And um, then that, that moment came, that, that young man. And got hungry, man. I got super hungry. And I remember I was driving in my car. And it was, I think, like a month before I got married. And the radio ad came on and said, if you want to learn how to build wealth through real estate, come to this two-hour seminar. And it was a fix and flip seminar, but it was the first time that I'd ever seen normal people um didn't come from wealth you know not super educated changing their lives through real estate and I just said these (laughs) these idiots can do it like you know what I'm saying like I I should be able to figure it out as well because I'm right there with them and uh you know I always say like I always thought that real estate was the end game for the wealthy but it was in that moment where I realized that real estate really was the starting point for all who desire to to build and create wealth
1: just a bunch of knuckleheads trying to (laughs) to build the kingdom (laughs) 100% man. That's good, man. Well, and dude, I, I have to say, um, you know, what you have, what you are bringing to the table, you know, your marketing and your network and, um, dude, it's, it's fantastic, man. I've learned a ton from you. Um, just by listening to your podcasts, um, you know, kind of like learning what you're doing on on the social media and kind of seeing your strategies and being on some of your webinars. It's fantastic man like i'm curious is that just natural or are you uh you okay. have a mentor are you learning kind of trying as you go like, how, what's that been for you
2: nothing's natural i have no idea what i'm doing mostly figuring it out along the way yeah i'm uh, not innately business
1: brilliant you're not some uh, marketing genius guru just from yeah god-given talent it's just, dude, I'm hungry to learn. I actually really love marketing. I always tell people if I
2: didn't learn about, if I learned about marketing before I learned about investing, I probably would have been a full-time marketer. Um, but I see that marketing is the backbone to any business. If you can't drive leads and then convert those leads into sales, then you'll never be a good entrepreneur because you'll just be broke. Um, I, this is We just talked about this book, Traffic Secrets, Russell Brunson. Um, he's I just, I've learned a ton from him. He's wrote, this is his third book. It's a trilogy. And, um, he has a podcast called marketing secrets or something. I think it's called marketing secrets. Anyways, I listen to him every day. Um, it's like my devotional and then like my marketing (laughs) coach. Um, and I just replicate, man. I see what other people are doing in the industry and I just copy it. Honestly. I'm like, Oh, that works for him. Okay. Let me do it with my flair. Um, you know, And then I've I put myself around really sharp people. I mean, I go to a lot of masterminds. I I pay to travel to cities, and you know, like I was in when I was in Denver, I I did a one night event with a couple guys who were a lot smarter, made a lot more money than me, and just said, "Hey, here's what I'm doing. Can you help me? You know, and like, what can I do for you?" And um, I I think the biggest thing, man, for anyone who's maybe you guys or guys in our similar position is start a platform like this a podcast show is a great one because once you have a platform like you can have access to anyone and when you when you now have something value that you can trade for other people's value like i mean that has been a game changer for me and so it's allowed me to do things like our summit right where we had guys like john Rulin and benny fisher and some of these really big name folks to come and speak for free, and the only reason they did that is because I had a platform to share it with, and so that has been something I've learned this year, is when you got a platform in, then you are, you, the, the the world is your oyster, right? Like, it's amazing the access you have to folks, because you have something of value, which is an audience, um, and, and that honestly it's, it's changed everything is, is our podcast show but dude no like marketing books podcasts have been so helpful i mean seriously Russell brunson is is you know he's a founder of clip funnels that's changed the game for me and then honestly watching what other people have done and figuring like what you said like you come on my webinar not because you wanted to invest in me because you wanted to see what i did and that's so smart that's what i do all the time like people have funnels if you don't know what a funnel is go figure out what to type in go click click funnels so i'll see like today i was researching i saw this new funnel russell was talking about on his podcast on um emotional i don't know like what emotional i don't even know what these things are like whatever your emotional thing is you know what i mean like you're a one to ten or whatever they're like starting a business run, and they had a funnel they're doing a summit and so i'm, I'm going through like oh wow okay they're doing this they're interviewing these type of people and they're selling this on the back end and they're taking these videos and they're transcribing it and making this and they're selling upselling this. And in my mind, I, I have a book idea in my head and I've already have interviews for it and I just actually don't know what to do with it. yet. And so now I'm thinking, I can just do this. Like I can make money on this, grow our investor, you know, our email list. Like, so that's honestly how we're learning as we go. And I'm seeing what other brilliant people are doing and, and then translating that to our industry because the real estate industry dude is, freaking so far behind when it comes to technology and marketing and messaging it's really one of the reasons why i think i stand out again because i have the most experience not because i'm the best looking is because i have a unique message and i'm really one of the few who are marketing pretty well i mean no one else is just doing it very good honestly so if more people knew what they were doing i, I probably wouldn't have so much traction in my business i mean that's the truth like people are it's, it's behind and, and most people really aren't Doing even the simple things to like growing an email list. I mean, that's the backbone of your business, and most people don't even have an email list. And these are people that are really smart don't have an email list. So, um, like a lot of people in are our mastermind aren't building their email list. And I'm like, how are you going to grow your business if you're not growing your email list? So,
0: yeah, dude, I think you you know I think you're being a bit humble. I think there's definitely a ton of skill there. But I think what's important, and what I hear you say, is, is you spent time developing a, a deep why. You then turn that why into massive action. Whether that's spending time with people, um, you know, uh, well, not before the, even the, the the massive action. You you established your value. You recognize your value. You cultivated that value. You then took that value and that why, turned it into um, massive action. You took action, you offered that and you got into these different network circles, opportunities and, and I, dude, I think there's a ton of skill and, and it feeds your passion and it feeds your, your drive and it feeds the, the mission to be a kingdom builder, a kingdom capitalist and to, to grow back full circle on that why and to do what you do and get better and better. Mm-hmm. So I, dude, I think, it's, I think it's phenomenal. I think there's a lot of, of humility there but, but there's a ton of hard work, there's a ton of effort and there's a ton of intentionality which I absolutely love.
2: I just, want, I just want to be so helpful for whoever's listening. Like it really is not the ultimate show. Like I just want to show people you can do it. Like in wherever you are, whatever stage you're in, like there's a couple of things we didn't talk about. Like what I did in the beginning, there was, I literally had a calendar link, calendly.com, 15 minute events. And dude, I would have, and I would schedule them for Thursday and Fridays. And this was when I was still a pastor. My Sabbath would be on Friday. Now, yes, I wasn't taking a day off. All right condemning for that but i would fill up my sat because it was the only day i had off i was like i can't how i'm going i wanted to build my investment list now i'm not gonna do that but i'll talk to people so yes all right i did this this is the season of life but i would fill that day up with 15 minute phone calls because i didn't have any other time to do it i was up at 5 a.m you know no one talked to me at 5 a.m so i had like one day to do it and that's what i did man so like if you're early in your business early in this world of real estate you don't really know what to do yet or how to get started or your network's so small. Like, white space is the devil. And so on your calendar, and like, I would just fill up my calendar with 15-minute phone calls meeting people. And at the same time, I'm building my email list because every time they fill out the calendar link, they give me their email, they give me their phone number. And boom, I'm taking notes. What are you doing? What are you up to? You know, are you interested in investing? What type of deals are you looking for, right? And so I'm just building this network. And then, like... You can, you know, you start to build your platform and now you already have hundred people that might be guests for your show or people that you can reach out to, you know, or, or listeners to your show. Like those are the things early on that we did. I think that really built a foundation and then, yeah, a lot of these marketing things started coming into play, like building a funnel and having a lead magnet and, you know, these learning how to hack people's audiences by, I mean, here I'm doing it right now. I'm on your show. And give a call to action at the end of this, so people come to my show, and now we're sharing audiences. And if you do that enough, like you can really build your own audience. You know, people that really want to follow you. So um, it does take time, but it really. I, I, and I'm not trying to be like fake humble. Like I'm, I'm figuring out as I go, and I think anybody can do it. That it's not a complicated route. It comes down to, I think, if anybody's figuring out, well, how do I grow something? How do I build something? The best advice I can give right now, man, is build a list have a platform and build a list and you have to build it at the same time. Cause if you have a platform, you're not building a list, you're wasting your time. And if you have a list and you don't have a platform, then you're wasting your, you you're wasting relation. Like you're wasting, I don't know what, well, you're wasting something there.
1: Your social capital.
2: Yeah. Like you're not there, There's a lot more there that you can be multiplying. Um, yeah. Because yet you have a list, but if you're not communicating with them. If they're not hearing your voice, if they're not listening to your message, right? Like you're wasting social capital. That's a great way to put it. So mm. both of those things, building a list, building a platform.
1: That's good stuff, man. Well, let's talk about your book. Mm. It's, uh, it's uh, come out already, right? It was yeah, it's out, released, man. right? It's
2: out. Mission of Multifamily. You can grab a free copy if you want it. <laughs> yeah. It's free. I, I hope you grab it. Missionofmyfamily.com, yes, and um, it's not a very long book. It really, like, a lot of it has been what you've heard today, but just kind of more in detail. And um, yeah, I wrote in such a way, man, that I, I want to challenge people to think about financial freedom. I want to help educate people around how to build and create wealth um, about limited beliefs and limited mindsets. And I'm very vulnerable. in My book here, are mine. Here's what I had to overcome. So I talk about this new money mindset that honestly that those couple pages right there, man, I think are are worth the download. Um, And then of course I would talk about syndication and how people can either do their own deals or invest with us. You know, I say invest with us, invest, you know, like what we're doing, passive investing. Most folks, I don't think they realize you can actually own real estate and not be a landlord. Um, You know, it's, it's probably the, if you got money, and you're making good you're doing well in your job listen don't become a real estate entrepreneur I, just be honest like that that would be silly because <laughs> it takes a long time to make a good decent money in this industry so like if you got a good 200k paying job like this is don't be stupid like just invest passively but if you don't know how to go build to you know get a 200k paying job or go build a business invest in real estate or learn how to do your own deals because
1: it, it can make you really good money yeah. That's good, man. So what's, what's the website for one more time to get that mission, to get mission of
2: multifamily.com.
0: Yeah. We'll put that in the show notes too. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hey, what do you, so you've got this book, I heard you mentioned, you've got another book on your mind. Like what, what is, what is the future of L.S. Hammond look like? What, what do you want to do? You know, what are your goals here? Your short-term, long-term goals as you're moving forward and, and uh, where do you see this thing going?
2: yeah so i would say our two focuses are community and i mean we have two communities our the operational side of our you know kingdom rei which is our mastermind i mean I, I see this there's a lot of things we want to do with this so you know we're a christian company right now we just kind of have a mastermind but 2021 we're really going to try and get the event space and, and really just continue to help operators and again faith-based or not but really kind of build out business excellence but with a kingdom lens from a christian perspective i just think the event space is you know honestly it's a it's a it's a it's a great way for us to scale because a lot of people are looking for um trainings and i think a lot of trainings that people aren't getting so i think kingdom mariel will continue to grow from a community standpoint but we really kind of want to be, be a real industry leader in the world of commercial real estate investing um so that's going to continue to grow. And we'd really like to see that company, you know, do, I don't know, probably, ha- I mean, our goal would be to hit half a million dollars next year in revenue um from all of this. I'm just being very open because I think it's helpful for people to know. Yeah, it's awesome. Doing. It's awesome. I think we can really get there. We're That would be, we're not even close to that right now, but I think with what we're doing, we could really, we could really get there, especially if we add the event, the event side to our business. Yeah. Um From the investor community, we have about 150 investors, you know, on our, inside of our community, our list, right? When I say community, the reason I use that word is because we're, I'll do masterminds in different cities, or we'll do property tours, and we'll invite our investors to come. So it really is like an investor community. Um, I want to continue to grow that and find great deals for people to be able to invest in. Um, You know, there's, we've played around with the fun we're still trying to kind of work that out like could we really build out a faith-driven fund that was really focused around spiritual influence and strong returns and i think i think there's a couple models out there like there's a couple organizations that we might partner with that could really make that a viable option um but it still comes down man to continuing finding really great deals and continuing to build a platform where ellis hammond is uh, an influencer around Faith in investing, and, and really see kind of where that goes. So that's kind of the two lanes we're we're, we're living in is this community event space, and then um, growing our you know our 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 investor investor side of the business, and finding more folks who want to get out of Wall Street and get into real estate, and you know make money and make an impact at the same time.
0: Dude, I'd go to that event for sure, and and I think it would be really valuable to potentially have someone like Stu be a speaker because you know they could see that. You don't have to be good looking. You don't yeah. really have to be smart. Um, and you could crush it, man. You could be yeah, or talk could, really, like you, you could be, be. You don't
1: have to talk to be smart. Or talk. You can.
0: You can drool, right? Like there's all kinds of things that you can do and still be incredible and successful and 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 crush it. And Stu is a yeah. great example of
2: all those things. And we'll <laughs> let you shoulder guy be the bouncer at the door.
1: <laughs> 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 This cricket yeah. nose. Like, this is how I got this nose. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I'm
2: curious to ask you guys. What, if you, next year, 2021, if you were to go to four real estate trainings or you had like your biggest objectives to learn, like what would you pay three grand to go for to go to next year? I'm really curious just from where you guys are in your business. What like, from
0: be? a, um, like, what type of conference or just in general?
2: Yeah, like, it's, I don't want to do a conference. We want to do workshops. Very, workshop, objective, yeah. Yeah workshops that really move people's businesses, investing, you know, things forward, what would that be for you guys?
0: Yeah, I think I would, I would probably seek out things that I'm passionate about and and weakest in. So strengths and then things that I'm weak in. So the week would be, you know, I'd be, I'd probably be able to go to like 10 conferences, maybe one a month, probably two a month if I could afford it. Um, But I would, I would definitely go to uh, leadership focused ones because I'm very passionate about leadership. I think you can be an influencer and make huge impact in people's lives by being an effective leader. Um, And then I would go to conferences that help me um, areas that stew really helps me, you know, analyzing multifamily, uh, getting more into the very specific spaces. I feel like the single family realm, we, you know, that's kind of the bread and butter of what we do, but, but really understanding the different uh, asset classes and and how to make max, max impact. And then probably some kind of sustainability type, um, you know, educate on materials and different ways to do business do. And I, uh, listened to a podcast recently, it was bigger pockets podcast where they had a contractor. Don't remember the dude's name. I think it was episode like 400 or 398 or something like that, but just talking about different ways to do contracting and different materials to use and how to maximize those, those, uh, you know, so education, right? If you don't know about it, I didn't even think about the things that he talked about. So probably those kind of focus areas would be something that I personally would go to. That's
2: good.
1: Yeah. I think, um, I think I need to start. Um, so most of the conferences that I go to right now are just all real estate focused, right? I mean, they're either, you know, we go, we went to the best ever conference last year, you know, fully focused syndication multifamily. Uh, we, I went to flip hacking live with Bill Allen flip flipping wholesaling. Right. Um, I think I need to kind of start getting out of just the real estate conferences and look at more like, you know, leadership conferences mindset conferences but then also like i've been thinking about trying to like maybe go to like fincon or something like that more like um you know the the leadership platform space you know the podcasting space the the blogging uh financial you know fi community stuff like kind of get out of just the real estate space and kind of get more connected with with that i love that
2: i think it's so good man uh, work side and I think that's exactly the niche we're gonna try and hit, like talk about sales processes and building out funnels right like that's the stuff that you're right, dude. most entrepreneurs and business owners are going to, except I'm <laughs> entrepreneurs and business owners dude, we're all going to real estate conferences, yeah. which honestly we stopped going because I'm like, listen, we don't just need to go there anymore like most people there don't have money to invest in deals because that's why they're at a real estate conference because they're trying to figure out how to go make money and once you like we already know as much as like we Yes, there's more to know about real estate but we know enough now to do really well until we need to do something else now we need to figure out how do we market how do we automize right and you're exactly right so yeah i think that's really good man i I think that's kind of some of the stuff we're trying to hit like so there's a great conference in san diego you guys should come digital marketing digital marketer um
1: yeah, that's the stuff we need to go to. That's
2: a good one.
1: Dude, I love that,
0: man. I love that. That like even that conversation, what a what a great question. Um, you know, I don't know if you're pinging us to get free ideas on your that's conferences. or yeah. yeah. But but it's it's a it's brilliant, first off. And and second, um, man, I just love I'm I'm super motivated by, you know, because I think about the things that I'm I'm passionate about and, and to to be able to, you know, if you went to a well organized thing about, you know, and, and one of the things that, that you know I think we're somewhat um we, we need to recognize our value you know Stu and I is is this leadership thing right you know 20 year 40 year combined military career i mean that is that as a as naval officers like that is leadership right that that is what that is what they expect from us and it's kind of uh, a second nature thing that they develop and I think like something like that would could be useful and if it's well organized and um, it just you know the the ideas are flowing in in different ways to be what it boils down to is how are you most influential and impactful? And I love what you just said, Ellis, about it's a, it's an ROI on your time. Is it really as beneficial to go to a bunch of real estate conferences and, and here, you know, well, I'm, I'm, I'm managing and I'm not disparaging anybody, but you know, I'm managing a billion dollars in assets. So that's awesome. That's great. Um, but are you growing from that? And, and I, I appreciate you asking that insightful question and forcing me to think about you know my my time investments and, and the ROI on that investment, and I think that's pretty rad,
2: dude. Well, you know, another thing we could do we could do a Kingdom REI Storehouse 310, like the store 310 could be like a you know a legit organizer or sponsor to this, and you have a piece where you know we let Stu on stage for a few minutes and <laughs> I'll we,
1: do some cool know. dances. <laughs> but honestly, like
2: I'm I'm actually that serious about like I think we could really use some strong sponsors, or maybe even guys who can help do some trainings or we're really open. We have the first one planned, but after that, we're, we're really interested in, in is it now. is it in San Diego? First one is in San Diego. Absolutely. Yes, I'm there. Yeah. What, are the, what are the dates? Uh, I think we're shooting. Um, building a landing page right now, but um, so I can't. we I can't even send anybody to it. It's like the worst thing ever. Like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Email me. <laughs> um, uh, we're shooting for Martin Luther King, um, MLK weekend. I think it's a good weekend. Like I like San awesome. Diego. Yeah, 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 So anyways, we are doing it and it's going to be around sales process and um, kind of, fun, you know, lead, like building out a, a sales pipeline. And I think it'll be really good. Our goal is to have 20 folks there. So I think that's pretty doable and be um, pretty intimate, hands-on like crazy. So
0: we're very intimate, hands-on type guys.
2: So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. part of our business, business yeah, exactly. model. And, yeah. Uh, uh, let me actually save that clip uh, for a promo for it'll be out it'll be out, <laughs> it'll it got be out, out there these hey, guys you, the first ever <laughs> God, first look at golf. these
0: creepy nuggets super intimate hands on promise <laughs> Be good.
2: And, and I'm, I'm actually so glad you repeated what I just said because I'll never ever say that again about our workshop. So thank you for, uh, for, for that's great. What I
0: just no, said. that's that's great. Hey, and I will tell you one other thing. Just for those of you out there thinking about starting a platform, um you know, one just do it, and I think you you are your exposure to people grows because you have value to add. But I will tell you what, every single I love. Uh, I was talking about this in our mastermind yesterday. I, I I do not like social media. Fine, get over it. But I love our podcasts. I I love doing this, and I can't wait to have more time to just schedule people and and add value to them and bring it value. But why I love this? One of the big reasons, dude. I learn something every single time that that we have a guest like you on someone who, you know, capable influencer that that just uh, is crushing it. I'll tell you just the insights, some of the questions that you asked. Like, it's got me fired up. My brain is just that hamster in there is just going nuts, right? Spinning that wheel because um, you know just 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 some of these these ideas and partnerships that that you can gain from this experience, I, I think is is phenomenal. You don't get it any other way. So, I encourage everybody to to jump out there, take action because it's awesome. Yeah,
2: guys, if, if you, um, I'm gonna send you my affiliate link, but I'm gonna I would just say um, if you type in guys who are listening trying to figure out the platform you're into this kind of marketing thing or you just want to grow your business um the one funnel away challenge that russell brunson does ClickFunnels does um i'm a huge it's 30 days it's every day it's an hour training but it'll transform your business man so just google one funnel away challenge um for anyone who's listening i'm seeing you guys the link um cause it's 100 bucks and if you sign up to my link i get paid 100 bucks i promise you my affiliate link but um uh, but anyone who's listening, they can just Google it because uh, I don't think there's way I send you my affiliate link too if you email me. Um, But uh, that is it's so awesome, man. The training there and don't get me wrong, it's up so like crazy. They're just trying to get you in the program, blah blah blah. But it's also though like dense, rich content that is totally worth a hundred dollars. So if anybody's listening and they're really enjoying this conversation and want to grow a build their platform, that's a great place to start one
1: funnel away challenge is a 30-day thing, and highly recommend it i love it dude right. well um i got uh, kiddos upstairs that are uh, waiting to put down to bed so uh, i think we'll probably have to cut this cut this off although i know we could probably talk for another hour um but uh ellis this was fun man i really appreciate it um it's great to see you uh please hit me up when you come to colorado again and um I'll do the same. We'll, we'll we'll plan on coming to San Diego and so,
2: know, so all your audience knows and I don't want to get any more slack. Everybody typing in the chat the link to get on my podcast show so they so they can schedule So if it doesn't happen, it's on them. I just want my conscience to be clear and I want my name to be clear from here on
0: out. The craziest thing, dude, I t- I clicked on that link, it's a dead end link, dude. I don't know what what are you sending me to? It's ridiculous. Oh, man. Nothing there, oh, nothing there no this has been Uh awesome alice really appreciate it hey why don't you tell uh tell our audience how they can get a hold of you
2: yeah go to mission com. grab grab the book while it's free we definitely love to get you a copy of that um you'll get an email from me so you know i'd love to hear your feedback you can respond to that and um i also create a ton of content on linkedin under the hashtag think wealthy and so you can follow that as well
0: hey dude i put a i put a comment in your post the other day about getting your book so mission and
2: multifamily.com
1: <laughs> click funnel, dude, click funnel, dude, you got to get on the click funnel.
2: got to go to the funnel. Awesome, Cause if you don't right. go to the funnel, then I can't get your email address. You can't get all the upsells so and all do. the great content going to come with that. So I can't just it's give awesome. you a book, man.
0: Really, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> oh, brilliant, dude. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for uh, gracing us with, with dropping some knowledge bombs and, and just uh, spending time with us tonight. Really appreciate
1: it. Ellis. Enjoy nice yeah, out. dude. Well, uh, everyone go, uh, go share this, uh, give, give us some five-star reviews because this one deserves it. Um, and, uh, more, most importantly, uh, go fill your storehouse.
0: Make it a great day. Thanks for listening to filling the storehouse. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and share it with someone you love. And if you really felt inspired, leave a five-star review so we could continue to grow and help other Christian entrepreneurs fill their storehouse. If you're interested in creating financial freedom through real estate investing, be sure to check out our website at storehouse310turnkey.com. We'd love to serve you through our platform of Building the Kingdom. Just click on the contact link and we'll reply to you as soon as we can. Again, thanks so much for listening. Now go for your storehouse and make it a great day.